You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. All right, what do we got in store for today? Do women or men have it harder in dating? I've talked about this before on the podcast a little bit, talked about it on the YouTube channel. But recently I just got interviewed by Jeff Demise. And I apologize, Jeff, if I got the pronunciation of your last name wrong. But I can't imagine it being anything other than Demise, unless it's Damise. Anyway, Jeff Demise from the Introspect Club. He's got a podcast. This guy is smart. He's funny. And he has a very great podcast that I was a guest on. That's why it says in the title, Trip is Interviewed because he interviews me on his podcast. And I thought, man, this was a good conversation. Me and him could have gone for over two hours, but we didn't. We went over an hour. And we talked about, we talked about a lot. So it's, you're going to hear more than just about female and male dynamics and who has it harder. But that seemed to take up a nice chunk of the conversation. Just me giving my thoughts and opinions on females and their dating experience And we dive into just a variety of topics all related to dating and things that I believe are going to help you open your mind to new perspectives, teach you a little bit, and I think you'll get a lot from it. That's why I said, Jeff, dude, get me this MP3. I need to put it on the podcast. He was kind enough to do so. And you guys can check him out. I'll put a link for him in the show notes to his podcast, Introspect Club, where he interviews a lot of interesting people. I believe he seemed like he kind of just started. I might be one of his first guests. I don't know. I'm not sure. But again, he is a very great interviewer, and we had a fantastic conversation. So I'll just get to it. Here it is. My interview, being interviewed by Jeff Demise from Introspect Club. Check it out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Introspect Club, a club where you can learn a lot about yourself through conversations with other people. My name is Jeff Demise, and I'll be your host. Today, we have a very interesting conversation, as we do every week. I try to bring unique individuals who have a very unique experience and live a very interesting life. And the life that we're going to explore is a man who coaches shy men on how to date, how to find the love of their lives, or at least have a better experience with women. As you know, um, a lot of men these days don't necessarily have a lot of good examples on how to be men or how to be uh, the proper example for the women that they want to lead or be with. And you're not getting that kind of example from your father these days, because let's be honest, a lot of people are growing up without fathers in the household, as well as a lot of people don't have the kind of experience that matter to the women in today's time. So I want to bring someone who's very uh, special to this atmosphere. Um, I want you guys to give a very, 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 very warm welcome to my man, Trip Kramer from Trip Advice, dating coach for shy men. What's up, man? What's going on, man? What's Glad up? We, <laughs> Glad we can make this work. 
<laughs> I'm glad we're able to make this work. Listen, Trip. Trip is a busy guy. Okay, Trip has been helping men for quite some time. So getting him on this show is an honor because um, trying to book him is like you know chasing someone as a paparazzi. So Trip, thank you for being on the show, man. <laughs> no problem. I, you know, over the years, and especially this year, like my goal this year has been all about really making my schedule the tightest and best it could be okay because i was i was doing so much coaching yeah i was having so many guys sign up for coaching which is fantastic no complaints yeah but it was so much that i was getting burnt out i had to hire another coach to work with me and work under me to take on clients so i'm trying to organize my schedule it's like this constant thing i'm always tweaking to make sure that it's 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 working for me. Does that make yeah. sense? Like I want to be at my optimal levels as yeah. much as I can. So like you're catching me in the middle of completely shifting around schedules and, and making it just uh, more feasible. You know what you got to read. I'm in the middle of this book called uh, atomic Hot habits. I don't know if you've ever right there. The- yeah. You got it. Yeah. It's right up there. I, I finished it. Uh, I read it last year. Okay, right on. I'm in the middle of it, so don't spoil it for me. Um, so give everybody a quick introduction of who you are so they get to know what you're about and what your mission is. Sure. So I'm Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. I'm a dating coach for shy guys, and my mission is to help as many guys as possible get into the relationships that they want to and be more confident in themselves so they can date the women of their choice. Interesting. You know, Whenever I get in touch with like dating coaches, especially ones that have like very niche, or you get in touch with a lot of these guys? No, like I, I it's I speak like I have a podcast, so I speak to coaches. I've like had a lot of uh, um, conversations with people who like help others, like you know, reach their full potential in a multitude of ways. And I know about that atmosphere because like it comes up on my feed, and then I have people that I've met along the way that I've spoken to, and so on and so forth. So. Whenever I meet people who are coaches, for whatever reason, whether it's trauma coaches, sex coaches, dating coaches, or just like business coaches, usually they have a story about, you know, what their origin was and and how they came to that particular niche. So you date, not date, but like you coach men who are particularly shy. Yes. So tell me about why that particular niche is important to you and how you got into that space in the first place? Well, I wasn't always, I didn't always label myself as a dating coach for shy men. Okay. I was just a dating coach for men for many years. So I've been doing this since 2011. And I think it wasn't until 2017, 2018 is when I labeled it for shy men because I realized that that was the big market or that was the, the type of person who was reaching out to me for help. It was 95% of the time shy men. And then I realized, I guess that's what I am. I'm a dating coach for shy guys. Because if you're not shy, generally speaking, you probably wouldn't work with the dating coach. But I say probably because I do still work with a a lot of guys who are not shy. They're just trying to figure out how to attract women and how to best meet the kinds of women that they want. But most of the time it's a guy who labels themselves as shy. So how did you personally get into this in in the sense of like, what was your motivation? Like what's your story? How did you even get involved in this or were you yourself 
let's say a shy guy or somebody you felt like struggled in this space yourself? Yeah, totally. Totally. It's interesting too, because I can't imagine anyone being a dating coach that didn't previously have the issues that they're Right. Coaching, right, right? Because right. I had to solve it on my own and, and figure it out. I wish I had one of those badges, like, yeah, former shy guy. <laughs> 15 years, like an Alcoholics Anonymous. Like that. You got your um, badge. <laughs> right. Uh, no, so I, I was, I was, I would, I would call myself a person who was shy when I was in my uh, teens and into my early 20s. Shy around women, though. It wasn't like I was okay. too shy around people. Uh, or or making friends, I was very extra. I still am very extroverted, okay. but I was just very shy around women. I was not able to understand how to talk to them. I couldn't even talk to the ones that I really liked, and if I did, it had to be a really, um, like a like a moment, like a what's I'm, I'm I'm missing a word here. Serendipitous, a serendipitous moment would only have to happen for me to yeah. ever speak a word to a woman I was attracted to. Like everything had to align, right? Yeah, everything had never to be like handed take control to you. over it. Yeah, it yeah. had to be handed to me. And even then, like it didn't really work out, and and I wouldn't be able to to attract them to get them interested in someone like me. And I didn't even know that you could do that. I just thought. That was mm. it. That was the, that was the, that's your curse that were dealt. Yeah. Wow. So wait, so what, what triggered you to make a change and what change did you make particularly for yourself? So the year was 2006. Here we go. Let's go back. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, and I'm in LA. Okay. And my buddy uh, meets up with me. We're getting lunch. Okay. Does you ever hear about that book called the game? Uh Oh, by the way, this is not a. Uh-huh. This is uh, this is not a unique story. The, a lot of guys have this story. Uh huh. Is they hear about this book called The Game? Because all the guys are talking about it. And it's the first yeah. time that anyone's ever really heard of of guys who turned meeting women into a game, and wow. were able to figure out how to do certain things to attract women that were out of their league. And of mm. course, a guy who's not able to do that or has never done that is very intrigued. That's why it was yeah, a bestseller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So my friend tells me about it. I read the book. I read the book like probably three times, Damn. not in a row, but I just read it like three times because it was so interesting to me that there were guys out there who were doing this. And it okay. was like this whole pickup community, this pickup world that was really popular from 2005 to about 2000. 13, 14, something like that. Yeah, it yeah. still kind of is there, but not, not as much. They don't, people don't use those terms, but anyway, he gives me the book. This basically showed me that, Oh, you could, you could meet women and learn how to do it. There okay. was actually something you could learn. And that blew my mind, which I'm going to take a wild guess, probably blew the minds of a lot of other guys who were like, I'm Oh, sure. I didn't know you could learn this. Yeah. So I, so then I went online and I found this whole community of guys who were talking about this in different in private forums. And I remember I was in college. I tried a couple of the moves did not work. Okay. What could, I, like, give me an example. What's a move. It was like a move where like you, you go up to a girl. I don't know the move that well anymore, but it was like, you go up to a girl and you comment on her smile because I guess there's two types of smiles. There's like people who have more of a uh, C-shaped 
teeth and then a u-shaped teeth where like if it's a u-shaped teeth i know just bear with me here uh where the u-shaped teeth it goes straight back and like a c-shaped teeth is like a wider smile and so okay. if you comment on that and mention that to a woman it's kind of intriguing and you say like oh people with c-shaped teeth it's that i don't know again I'm butchering it because I don't really remember what was said, but okay. that was the start of it. And I remember the girl looks at me. She goes, was that a pickup line? I go, oh. <laughs> oh, oh, she's on to me. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, isn't that funny? Like I, the first time I use something, I'm called out. I go, this is terrible. I'm not using this stuff anymore. Okay. And, and I, and I still learned from these guys and learning there's books on this stuff and video courses and stuff you could torrent on the internet. And I was watching, I never really put it into practice mainly because, well, first of all, I was scared, but second of all, every time I ever used something, I was like getting called out for it. Oh, okay. So now I'm like, all right, what do I do here? Cause I still am intrigued by this idea of being able to work on this yeah. as a way of personal development. It's still yeah seemed to me like this was something you could do. And I put it off and I put it off and I, I tried online dating and I never got the results I wanted. So finally, even though I was super shy, I said, all right, you know what? Maybe I should just go out. So now I'm in my early twenties. I said, maybe I should just go out and just talk to women and just see what happens. I never really tried that. Right. I either yeah. didn't do it at all, or I tried these weird pickup moves that <laughs> clearly weren't, weren't working. And, uh, and so I said, let's, let's throw everything away and let me and just it, go out and just start talking to people. And it started from just you getting access to this book, knowing that there's another level or access to your personal self that you weren't accessing. Yes. That's a good okay. way of putting it. Okay. Yes. Okay. So that was, that was your trigger moment. You're going to start talking to women and you're going to make a change, right? Yes. So let's fast forward a little bit, right? You took this initiative to now start speaking to women right and then now you're in the process of helping men how to speak to women especially men who are shy right yes so my question to you is is there anything along that journey from when you started to now where you kind of saw like an evolution of what you what was working for you before and what matters to you mostly now? So was it kind of like, are you asking like, what was the biggest lesson there? Not just the lesson, because here's what I know about the pickup community. And you, you, you tell me if I'm wrong. Yeah. You tell me if this is still your scenario. Yes. But like, um, I read that book, right? The game. Okay. I read, I read that book. I didn't, I wasn't too like in love with it for multiple, multiple reasons, but I was fascinated by the idea just like you did. I mean, every young man who hasn't gotten a, a crash course on like how to get women or how to just be a man in general is going to be fascinated by something that they're not familiar with in that scenario. Right. Yes. So one of the things that I learned about that community, as well as just putting on those using, you know, what I call those gambits. Right. Okay, is, I haven't heard that word in a long time. Yeah. Well, we're bringing it back. So the thing is the, the term pickup artists, right. Sounds very manipulative in today's environment. Okay. It sounds like you're putting on a show, putting on gambit and putting on a, a facade to pick up a woman that quote unquote is out of your league, whatever you, you want to say. But I think what, what um, even in that book, there was an area where it was mentioned that, even when you get those women, 
you're you're putting on a facade to to attract them but if it's not something you genuinely sustain within yourself over time it just becomes a repetitious game that totally give you, yeah you can you can use yeah. all that by the way this stuff does work it's proven. oh yeah it's I mean, science so it it works yeah um all the pickup stuff it works but you make a good point, and I talk about this too a lot. Is it, yeah. is it? It's not. It's not necessarily sustainable because it's not. You can use this stuff and sleep with these women. Yes. But are they going to want to stick around? Probably Correct. most of the time, I would say no, they're not because you're right. not a fully changed, confident person. Yeah. You just copy and pasted some lines and did some stuff and and hoped for the best. It's not even. It's not even the lines. It's more so. That type of environment teaches you step one and step one only. It doesn't teach you, it, it, this is just my opinion, the foundation of how to be the type of guy you're presenting yourself to be forever. <laughs> A truly confident guy yeah. with, val- with value. Correct. Correct. With value. Yeah. So walk and me through, through that for, for, your, for, your, uh, for the people you coach. What has that journey been like from back then, what you learned then? And to know, well, I would say that. So it started with that, right? With the fact that I was learning all this pickup stuff. Yeah. And then through my journey, I realized that really women just want to be around a guy who's comfortable around them and confident and can be somewhat interesting. Yeah. And so I was able to cut out all of that pickup stuff. Mm. And then use that to get my own results and then formulate that into its own system. That's learnable for guys. Mm. And over the course of the 11 years I've been doing this, I have tightened it down to its most simplistic form. So any guy can learn it, whether it be for online dating or meeting women in person and then going on dates with them and becoming that person who actually is attractive. Mm, that's it that's a very unique phrase right there becoming the person that's attractive yes and and why i find that interesting is like that would imply that they weren't attractive men to begin with in whatever sense of the word well they're not they're not displaying it so okay maybe they are an interesting person Okay. Who, if you get in a room with them and they're just totally comfortable and calm and you're just yeah. chit-chatting with them, you're like, oh, yeah. this guy's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's not, he's not showing that to the women he's talking to. Uh, okay. Okay. But so I you- also don't think that every guy inherently at default is an interesting, cool person. They might have to work on becoming a person who's more attractive. So it depends. Mm. So give me an idea of what is the biggest problem that men have and getting the man, the getting the women that they want. Oh man, the biggest problem. Okay. <laughs> you try, you try, you're, you're going through your Rolodex of like, uh, I mean, this is a problem. So this is a problem. <laughs> just to start, men are not are not giving themselves enough. How do I say data? Almost they're not they're not getting enough reps. Okay. So so a guy will go online, post some crappy photos, and go, women don't like me. Or he'll maybe talk to a couple girls and they'll reject him and say, well, women don't like me. And this is, Mm. you know, this isn't working for me. Got it. And what they're failing to realize is that they're not putting enough effort into it. Yeah. Is that you're going to get rejected 
most of the time. Okay. And you have to put yourself out there a lot more. You have to, first of all, whatever you need, this is a whole different conversation, but let's just say you got to do the things you need to do to be displaying your most attractive traits, but then you got to be swiping an hour a day and you need to be <gasps> meeting women in person. Wait, hold up. All the time. Hold up. Wait, wait, wait. You got to be swiping for what? What'd you say? An hour a day. An hour a day you're swiping. Okay. Walk yeah, me if, you through. Want, if you want to get the results that you want, yeah. So walk me through why that is, right? You're saying men specifically or both men and women? Uh, no, just men. Just so men. Why, why do men women, need to swipe? Women, don't, women, need to, women need three minutes probably. <laughs> Why do you think I mean, that? Why do you think that is? Why is that? Why is there such a disparity there? Because because women on dating apps are going for twenty percent of the t- the top twenty percent of men. Okay. Okay. So women are going for the top twenty percent of men, and and men are going for most of the women. So as an average looking woman, you could set up a profile, look pretty average and have a lot of matches and have a lot of guys that you're ready to see. Okay. As an average guy, you're going to get potentially close to, to no matches mm. on uh, a dating app, or if you're getting matches with a girl that you're not really that interested in. Okay. So men have to work harder and they have to swipe more to get access to the women that they're more interested in cross their fingers hopefully that happens sometimes that doesn't happen do you think women know this i think most women don't know this <laughs> I, I believe you because like, let's be honest I think right? they if, would be shocked they would understand it but i think they'd be shocked yeah <sighs> women think, have it easier in dating i actually just did a video on this women have it so much easier in, in dating and i will defend that that <laughs> statement well forever <sighs> You know, I, I don't. I don't necessarily think so, right? Why don't Why don't you think so? Um, I, you're not entirely wrong, right? Um, I think where, you have, where do women have it hard in dating? Okay, here's where I think they have it hard. I think there are different types of women. Okay, not every woman gets a boatload of options, right? And when you say women have it harder or easier it depends on what the woman's looking for right i think women have a lot better access to sex which is why they filter so much right and i don't think women have better access to relationships i hear you but the the, but you're wrong in the sense that women do have more access to relationships because they have so many options to men a man can let's let's put it this way Let, let's talk going out to a club okay okay or a bar whatever you want yeah where's the background music <laughs> that the scene bro Listen, i don't want to get you know copy copyright issues okay. uh <laughs> so, so man goes to a club he'll be he'll be average guy let's just talk average guy okay yeah, average yeah. guy goes yeah. to a club yeah uh, I know, average looking guy goes to the club. He can approach 30 women. Hopefully he gets a number. Okay. Maybe he, maybe he gets a number. Okay. okay. So now his chances of sex or relationship are minuscule. Sure. Right. Sure. Woman goes to club. Uh-huh. 
even an average looking woman will uh-huh. go to the club. Yeah. She will still get hit on. So now she has options. Now, some of those men just want to sleep with her. And some of those men might be in relationships. She has more options. Yes, it is more difficult for a woman to it or not more. I'll say it is. It is challenging for women to find the relationship and sift through the guys who are only interested in sex. But she has options to even sift through. A guy has to work on that for sex and for relationship. I think the challenges are different, right? I think you you hit the nail on the head with what I'm trying to uh, uh, engage with you on. A woman, you you said it yourself. Uh, a woman, women will seek the top twenty percent of the men in some degree, right? Let's just use those figures just hypothetically, right? If every woman walks into a club or a venue and they want only the top twenty percent of the men, guess what? Some women are going to get left behind, right? Or yeah, but that's their fault. No, hold on, hold on for a second regardless of what the fault is, right? Pursuing the type of man that they want, those guys come far few in between, right? So even if she gets with a guy that is looking for a relationship, the type of guy that she wants is likely to have a lot of options himself, right? So then I feel as though a lot of those women, they'll come across those guys and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll get sex, they'll get attention, but then long-term, the guy that she really wants is going to play whatever options he wants and she's going to get left behind. Now, in a sense, because she's waiting to be pursued, she's at the mercy of whoever comes to her, right? And that's the women's challenge. The guy's challenge, to your point, and you're absolutely right, he has to make a case for himself. He has to do the hunting. He has to be the person to create his own reality. And no one's going to do that for him, right? So if yeah. he wakes up in the morning, no one's going to come and hit on him just because. So you're absolutely right. I just think what the guy's looking for, or at least how the guy gets it, that's a challenge for him. And what the woman's looking for and how she gets it, that's a challenge for her. But I don't know if you, if you see well, it Well, it enough. just comes down to also the idea of I, I don't – women – that's kind of like they're creating that problem though. The okay. fact that they are only going for 20, the top 20%. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not, I'm not a dating coach for women, but if, if a yeah. woman said to me, well, I want this guy and this guy doesn't want me. It's like, well then why don't there's so many other guys out here who are great guys who you <laughs> could be with. They don't turn her on. We're like <laughs> guys, guys. Well, what can you do? I mean, I don't know, guys like, <laughs> Like if we took the top 20% of like a guy would go to a club or even like swipe. Let's just talk swiping. Cause that's more modern, I guess, but okay. a guy will swipe. Yeah. He'll swipe on the, the hottest girls on an app, but he'll also swipe on the sixes, sevens and eights. He yeah. will do, he will do that. Yeah. He will lower his, I don't want to say standards, but he'll, uh, he, he doesn't need to. He has, a, bro- be, he has a broader range when it comes he a, to. He, he has a broader yeah. range. He has yeah. a broader range. Yeah. But even in that broader range, it's still hard for him. Of course it is. It's absolutely hard. Absolutely hard. I just know that the women, regardless of the abundance of men that are coming in their DMs, a lot of them are still single as a dollar. <laughs> Okay. That's, I, yes, I, you're right. <laughs> you know what I mean. But again, they don't have to be. That's they don't have point. to be. But you're also asking them to be viscerally attracted to what they're not attracted to, and and I think that's what's tough for a lot of. I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> you, you really have to go for that. I mean, 
why why is it so bad to be with a with a a good guy who's making a decent living who's not a millionaire i mean we're talking about like women are going for like the top of the top where it's like yeah. she really that that bottom even the top of that 80% that she's not going for that's not good enough for her she won't be attracted to that i think she would be if she gave it if she gave it a chance yes but right now we're we're in a world of just of a lot of facades right you're sw- you're swiping on dating apps you don't really get to know who you're like liking <laughs> you know what i mean and you you get all these like visceral uh uh representations online from like men who are like showing off like certain lifestyles that standardizes themselves in people's minds, especially women's mind. And I think that's contributing to it in a lot of ways. And sure. Another thing is that makes it really hard for guys is a woman will, and I'm not putting down women for this, by the way, this is just more of like fact. This is not like women. Terrible. That's how I'm saying it's like, but, but what, what I'm saying is a woman will never ever experience as much rejection as a guy. And you're a pretty good looking guy. You seem very charismatic and smooth. So maybe I have to really even help you understand a little bit more too. It's like Mm. to get rejected over and over and over it, you know, when you say it, it's like whatever, but if you really try to empathize with what that is like for a dude to just be told, no, 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 you have to go create value. No, you have to go create value. That's basically what women are saying. No, 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 no. That really messes. I know we don't curse, but I have one, but I won't say it. It really messes with a guy's head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. And a woman will never have to experience that. Now I get it. Women have other challenges. Like they, they're, they only have one challenge. Mm. And to me, it's not that big of a deal compared Uh-oh. to what guys go through. Uh oh. The what? Uh oh. I'm saying, what is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> I gotta go. Thanks for thanks for. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. All good right. Night, good everybody. <laughs> a woman's challenge is just to figure out if the guy is interested in sex or not. Huh. To me, that's not that this is this doesn't seem like this. It's a challenge for sure. It's not easy. That's why mm-hmm. we call it a challenge, mm-hmm. but it doesn't even compare with the guy has to go through. That's it. That's her. That's her problem. Hmm. She just has to figure that out. And once she does, there's a lot of relationships available to her without her having to do anything except for look physically attractive. Hmm. Well, I I think in that scenario, I, I do ladies on here to talk, to huh? uh, respond to this. I said, no, no. I, in the future, we're going to, we're going to have like, like, like a little back and forth, but I want you to have your own solo stage for now. Yeah, no, for um, sure. Again, but, I love and respect women, men, everybody. I guess all my point was, is that men have it harder. And that's why my, my job exists. Yeah. Is because I help guys get through that. You know, so I, I respect that. I respect that wholeheartedly because I, I've, I've been in, in your shoes. I've, I, a lot of people, you know, recognize, or at least the people that know me intimately, like, yeah. And when I was younger, I, I had a very similar experience as you, right? Growing up, like, you know, coming from immigrant parents, like, we're not 
talking about like how to get women, like just go to school, focus on your career, this, that, and the third. And I did that. Right. But then upon like, you know, graduate from college and so on and so forth, even though I've been in relationships, I've always been, I've always had confidence, but I wasn't using it to, to, to the most potent version of itself. Right. And I was, and I realized like in the areas where I was failing, I realized there were things that I was doing that strategically could have been done better to get the type of woman that I want. Right. And to your point, there was a lot of rejections that came along with it. Right. And I was okay with it because I already had the confidence to accept the rejection, but I've also recognized to your point, the rejections come in waves. Right. Yeah. Um, so on your podcast or on your uh, journey to help men, what are some of the things that the men usually come to you struggling with? Um, is it mostly just accepting rejection? Is it's, it, it's is mostly, it? well, how to get over the fear of rejection yeah. and, and what do I say to girls, which yeah. is one of the reasons why my podcast is called how to talk to girls. Cause that ah. is, that is one of the biggest problems that guys have is like, what do I say? Cause they know something has to happen. They see a girl and they need to go talk to her. Right. That's yeah. like, that's the logical step, but yeah, they're saying, well, what do I say? What am I supposed to say to this person? And, and how come I see that guy go over there and he gets, the girl and what do I, so what do I say? So that's a big one. What do I okay. say? How do I get over the fear of rejection or the fear of talking to women? Okay. Basically the same idea. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then another big problem is I work with guys who, so the sector of guys that are not shy that I work with who yeah. say, Oh, I'm getting lots of dates. Like trip. I, I get plenty of dates online. I'm getting dates. I'm even meeting women through friends and not a problem, but I can't get past that first or second date. So it's mm. all, so it's the idea of, I can't get a woman to be continuously interested in me past the first or second date. So you gotta, those, you gotta, you gotta brush your teeth. Out. Make sure you brush your teeth. It's probably hey, brushing problem. your teeth is a great, is a great <laughs> tip. <laughs> I, it, it's a great tip. Yes. But go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's it. That's it. Those are the, those are the biggest problems that I work on with guys and, uh, and yeah, it usually comes down to building confidence through repetition uh-huh. and understanding how attraction works. How does a woman feel attracted to a man? Okay. And, and the problem with both men and women is we, we have a problem. So we, ass- we have, we have something we're experiencing something. Yeah. So we're assuming that everyone's experiencing that. So what's yeah. happening is men and women both don't understand what's how attraction works because they're yeah. thinking it's exactly like how attraction works for them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's right? true. So what? So through that lens, what do they? What what do women think is happening with men? Do you think? So, well, okay. So I'll I'll spell it all. Out. So women. So how? Okay. Women are more attracted to the behavioral cues of a man yeah, and men are more attracted to the physical cues of a woman. Yeah. This is not opinion, by the way, there are studies that have shown that this is how attraction and sexual attraction work. Right. So what's happening is, uh, you know, a woman might, so for example, a woman might say to a guy, give him a tip and say, Oh, just like be confident and just kind of like put on some cologne and brush your teeth and, and, and those things and just talk to her, you know, and, and you should be fine. 
That doesn't just, work. Just talk to right? her. Just talk to her. If um, it's meant to be, it will be. Uh, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then a man, and then a man. It's thinks, all about your energy. <laughs> very non-specific advice. That's why you got to go to a trip. That's advice. what I say. Okay. So, so <laughs> I love these sound effects. Men, they think, they think that because, because they're attracted to a woman's looks. Yeah. They think that. It's all about looks. And I thought that for a long time too. So, yeah. so men think I got to be really physically attractive yeah. to attract a woman, which by the way is very true. Yeah. You know, the women are attracted to men because of what they yeah. look like, yeah. but it's not the whole picture. And men think it's the whole picture. Yeah. So my job as a coach, as a dating coach for guys is to open up their minds and help them understand that attraction is not just about what you look like. And the good news is there's things that you can do to change your behaviors yeah. that, that make it more attractive, that make you make the guy more attractive to a woman. Okay. So give me an example of attractive behavior that men today, right now, today, tell the audience as a man, what you can start doing today. What's a behavior that makes you more attractive? I would say assertiveness is more attractive. Okay. Versus uh, passivity. Okay. So a lot of guys are very passive. Okay. They're not opinionated, very agreeable. Okay. Too not too nice, too accommodating. Yeah. And passive in the sense they won't even take they won't even take action. They won't go approach the girl. They won't ask her out. They'll text them for hours. They won't even make any sort of move. Okay. So they're so they're very passive. So so no, go ahead. You're gonna say something. So I was just gonna say on the opposite end, assertiveness is what women are attracted to, taking the lead. Mm-hmm. And you can do that through going over, talking to a woman, starting the conversation, having really good eye contact, leading the conversation, mm-hmm. being opinionated, not mm-hmm. being afraid to share your actual thoughts mm-hmm. and opinions on the things in the world, whatever they may be, and taking the lead to get her on a date, making mm-hmm. the date happen, telling her where to go when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Going from there, leading the sex, leading the relationship, mm-hmm. all assertive behavior. Now, is that going to be the only thing you need to do? And then all of a sudden you, you, know, you do that <laughs> and all these women are coming and yeah, 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 yeah. clawing all over you. No, but that is a big step. And that's one of the biggest things that that guys are missing. I agree with you. And I, and I think the challenge also in in this pursuit is even if they master that, the challenge is now is that who you will naturally be for the remainder of the relationship? If you get in that relationship, correct. That's a, you're very, you're very right on that. So how do you you need to be that guy? So how do you navigate that with the men that come to you? Because I would imagine that sometimes men who struggle to get the type of woman that they want, there's a innate embedded character flaw that they have to work through regardless of how great their pickup game is. Right? So, how do you navigate that with the men that come for coaching or is that not part of the repertoire? It is part of the repertoire. I would say it comes from theory and practice, right? So that's a way to, to teach. So you teach the theory and then you teach the practice. So the theory is what we went over just a second ago. Well, actually I went over both theory and practice, but first they have to understand the theory of understanding. This is how it works. Okay. So they have to really understand and it's very counterintuitive. So it might take, could take months to really understand and really 
be aware of how attraction works because it's going to unravel a lot of things in their mind and, and it's going to it's going to challenge a lot of their older beliefs of what they thought attraction was and, and how it works. So that's kind of like step one. Okay. And then step two is the repetition part and the practice part. Kind of what I said earlier is like, okay, we got to get you actually now into going over, approaching women, swiping, taking the lead. This is how you text. This is what you say. This is how you set up the date. This is how you set up the second date. This is how you physically escalate mm. with the woman mm. and getting them into the repetitions of it all. So those all sound very fascinating and things that I would imagine at first glance is going to be very challenging to somebody without the experience. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very, so very. give me an example, two examples, but two different examples. One, give me one example of the, of a guy that you coached that had the most challenging experience in this and, and because of Love what to they're working what, with him right now. Right. It, what, what, based on what their starting point is. And two, whether it's the same guy or not, give me an example of a guy you coached that had the most transformative experience from your coaching session. So start with guy that had the, the worst starting point you can think of. And what, what do you think that guy's challenge is? Okay. So the big, so one of the biggest challenges was a guy that I worked with in his early forties Yeah. who uh, I won't say his race just because I don't want to sound like I'm racist here, but we'll just say he's not American and he has an accent. So okay. he's not from America. Okay. And if you're in a country, literally any country, and it's not your native language, there's going to be a problem with attracting okay. women. Okay. Okay. So plus five, two. So on the below average, below average height. And uh, not that this is not a big deal, but I guess it's worth mentioning. Has a couple of kids divorced. Mm. That doesn't really add to his value, but it's not that big of a deal. Um, And he's only been with one or two women. Like been meaning sexually or dated or in, in relationship both. Okay. So he was married for most of his life as, as two kids. And, and so, yeah, you present that guy to, to most women and they're just going to say, no, nope, don't want that. He's old, he's short and he's not from America. Oof. Nope. No problem. That's how attraction works. I get it. That's, you know, off the bat. Okay. But what did we do? We took him okay. through my system. We taught him assertiveness we taught him how to lead. We taught him how to look his best. So we optimized his looks to make him as physically attractive as possible. Okay. We taught him how to swipe an hour a day. Hour we a taught day. him how to go out and approach women. We built his confidence. And within a few months, he's now dating a couple of girls and he's getting laid. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's you know what? So, I'm not I'm not even mad at that because at the end of the day, like and this is what we we said earlier as a man even though it's a challenge to be rejected and having to put your foot best foot forward and be the person that takes initiative i think the advantage men have once you do get that that down is you get to decide how your life goes 
right? Mm-hmm. You get once you have the tools, you get to make a more of a decision on yep. your love life that you can take more control of, and you can give, you know, women either sex or relationship and so on and so forth. Once you have those tools, so yeah. So give me an example of. So that was the example of the most transformative person. Uh, that was no, no, I don't think that was most transformative person. That was the biggest leap, I think. Okay. Um, the most transformative person. It's almost like I've had a lot of these guys, but I want to see if there's an, like an interesting, AKA he knows what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being honest, um, but like a big, like the biggest transformation. I mean, I guess I, I don't know. I just have stories all the time of guys I work with who they they have nothing, they have nothing going for them. And then by the time we're done, they're just dating all these women and they're having a dating life and they feel calm. I mean, I've had guys who, this is the cool part about it is they'll find me to help them with women. But what happens is they become more confident in themselves. They start getting raises at work and they do better with their work. They do better with socializing in general. Wow. I've had guys where I've just fully helped develop. Oh, here's, yeah, here's a big one. I worked with a guy, worked with him for a year. And I'm trying to say this without giving any personal details. Um, also a guy who had kids and we got him from literally just a guy who had a job in a city to a guy who ended up getting a girlfriend okay. who they are now moving in together after dating for almost a year. Uh-huh. So full on relationship. Uh-huh. Plus he's, has a full social circle of, of awesome dudes that he hangs out with all the time. Okay. And he's doing better with all the different areas of his life, his health, working out with his fashion, with, um, with, as I already said, friends with his career, like everything, we just totally transformed everything in his life. And it all started with going out and meeting women. And you know how he met this woman with a mask on, in freezing cold temperatures uh-huh. on an in-person approach on the street. <laughs> Were you there when it happened? <laughs> I was not. Okay. Or do you ever go like do that? with the- mm-hmm. Interesting. I do that one about once a year. When I first started TripAdvice in 2011, I was doing that exclusively every weekend, going out with guys and wiring them up to mics and listening to what they were saying to women. Really? Approach women. Yeah. You were... So you were like literally coaching from the field. Yeah. That's. It was exhausting, <laughs> but it was fun. You know, you, okay. You, you, are you in a, you're in a relationship? Yep. Okay. How does your girlfriend feel? Fiance. Fiance. I'm sorry. How does no, your, fi- okay. how does your fiance feel about your pursuit to help men get women using a lot of these tools you're mentioning does she feel that you know you're giving away too much of the secret sauce <laughs> does she feel no, like no, she feels yeah she feels great about it I mean, yeah i couldn't imagine anyone who wouldn't feel great about it well i think it depends i think some women might i don't know I, i've spoken to some women either ones that i, I have been in relationships with or women I've just speak to in my circle or in passing, like that there are these specific things that guys can do, right? And a lot of women say, you either have it or you don't. 
right? Yeah. They'll say these things or they'll be concerned that like guys are just learning how to run game on women. What's wrong? What's wrong with um, learning how to, I mean, I, you can, we can use the term game, but what's wrong with learning how to learn attraction skills? I call it, I'll, I'll call it attraction skills. I got you. That's not what some, some women might call it. So I, I'm asking about your fiance to see if like she f- might feel that like, you know, a lot of these guys, especially the ones that don't really have the genuine uh, character traits are just learning how to like bamboozle women into sleeping with them. You know what I mean? But, but is it bamboozling? I'm not saying it is. No, I'm talking. I, I, I know. I know you're not, but that's, right. that's kind of like my response to it. Like if a woman was saying those things, cause you're at, I know what you're doing. You're being the antagonist, <laughs> uh, an antagonist. Uh, you're, you're being the vessel right now from kind of what you've heard from women. So these are the things that I would respond to them. You're, 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 you're the, you're the middleman right now. So yeah. I'd be saying to them, well, I would, I you know what I would say, God, see, it's so, un, it's so not politically correct when you have these conversations, but, um, but I would say to a woman, you put on makeup. So go ahead, hit that button. <laughs> go on. So isn't that bamboozling? Isn't that manipulative? Oof. But the thing Oof. is, is I'm actually not even teaching guys how to be manipulative <laughs> or, or be someone that they're not. We're teaching them how to come into a person who's more confident. Um, but, I, you know, the makeup thing is like, well, that's not what you look like. Uh, and it's fine. I'm not saying women shouldn't wear makeup. Makeup is great. It does make women look more attractive. They look sexy with makeup on. That's why they wear it. We all know that's a billion dollar industry. Yeah. And it's funny. It's like if a woman says you're teaching how much it's like, you're, what's the difference really? And mm-hmm. also I'm not teaching any guys to lie. Mm-hmm. I would say manipulations like to me, that's synonymous with lying because it's like you're you're doing something false to get something you want. I'm not teaching any guys to do anything false. I'm teaching guys how to have courage and confidence. Now, the pickup industry really did that. It was like gambits and pickup routines yeah, and lies yeah. to say to women things that like were were effective, but also just that would be more manip- manipulative in my eyes. Um, so yeah, I'm teaching guys how to be an actual confident person you got to fake it till you make it a little bit yeah but uh if that's called manipulation then i think that's going a little too far huh interesting what what does so my so my fiance is cool with it because we're teaching guys i'm teaching men how to be the man that a woman wants okay right it's like how many happy relationships and how many women have i made happy because they found an amazing guy that I helped. I'm not trying to be arrogant here. It's just the facts. Like I've changed these guys' lives to be more attractive men that has affected the lives of the women who have met them in a right. very positive way. So that's how I see it. So in other words, like you've made a lot of other women happy. I think so. I while, hope so. While, while, I, being, while being engaged to your woman. <laughs> <laughs> how does she feel about that? <laughs> even better does tell me like your relationship with your parents how do they feel about this is this something that like you learn from like your father also like what did your father teach you what did your mom teach you in the context of like relationships as a dating Um, coach they didn't teach me about how attraction works or that i think from them the only thing that i learned then when i say only 
I don't think this is light. It's a pretty big deal. I learned from them indirectly about how to sustain a relationship and have a, and have a fantastic relationship and marriage. But that's a little bit of a different skill set that didn't directly help me meet women. So I had to learn that part on my own, but I definitely, it was a great example of how to keep a relationship together through hard times. That was what I learned from my parents. Uh, I hope that when I have kids one day, that if, uh, if my, if my, if I have a, a boy and he doesn't think I'm a loser because we think our dads are, are losers when you're a teenager, if he doesn't think I'm a loser, hopefully he'll come to me and, and I can teach him the correct way to meet women and build confidence. And I would love to be that person for him. I and hope I think, that all dads will, I, I think, think you, dads should watch my stuff so they can teach their kids <laughs> or just have your kids watch your stuff. <laughs> That works too, but it's not always nice coming from your dad. But maybe not. You're like, oh, dad, don't tell me this stuff. That's like, weird. Oh, I don't want to hear this from you. you My friends it. are watching his videos. Oh, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, so in the spirit of like helping men, right? And also like just in a lot of ways, you're helping women too by proxy, right? I have uh, received some questions from my listeners and from previous guests of the show, some of which I think you are more than qualified to answer. Okay. okay. So we're going we're to start off with something light and maybe we'll do like maybe two questions. Is that cool? Let's do it. All right. So here's the first one. This is um, from a viewer of the show and a previous guest of the okay. podcast. So here's her question. Do you think that dating is is more difficult in a big city like New York or L.A.? Or is it just situational? Because I hear a lot of people complaining mm. about dating in cities like Atlanta, L.A., New York. Mm -hmm. Is it the cities that are difficult or is it just, you know, the situation? Do we all need to move to the Midwest? Like, what's the problem here? What are your thoughts on that? No, I actually think it's easier. I think the problem lies in the person rather than the environment in, 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 the, in the specific case okay. of big cities. Big cities are fantastic. You have so many people. Yeah. So in theory, if you know what you're doing as a man or a woman, you should be able to find someone who's a great match for you. The troubles that I actually I have with, I have more troubles with, for example, with my clients who live in small cities. Those yeah. guys have a lot of trouble because there's not that many women around. Okay. So um, it is hard in the cities because of the paradox of choice. You have so many people that it makes it harder to choose. But, <laughs> but that's, that's human error. I, so that, that's my quick answer. I, I like that answer. And I think you hit the nail on the head and like, and I'm glad you said that last part because that was going to be my rebuttal, which is that like a big city is a double-edged sword, right? To your point in a big city, yes. you have a plethora of options to choose from, but so does a lot of other people who you're pursuing, right? So now pursuing these options might seem great because you have those as potential options, but the challenge is everybody's distracted, right? Everybody's distracted by all these options as well. And you're also meeting people who might 
who, where it might be difficult to find similar values because a lot of those people are coming from so many different places. So trying to find a match that like is built for your lifestyle, you know, your, the, your history and your upbringing. I, I live in New York city. So I see that day in, day out. Right. So the challenge is finding someone that matches your, your um, ideals and, and what, what you want. That's the challenge. And challenge number two is like people with so many options are harder to pin down. You know yep. what I mean? But yep. to your point, you have more options to play with. So if you want to get good at something, you might as well practice in a big city and then settle down in a, in a Midwest. <laughs> when you're in a small city, nothing you can do. I tell uh, guys, if you're in a small city, you got to, you got to move. Oof. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's a good answer to that question. Uh, let me give you another question. All right. Let me see here. Mm. All right, here's one. When should a woman come forward and offer to share either finances, pay a bill, or, you know, even just like, hey, we went out to dinner and, you know, offer to pay, treat the guy, or split the bill? When should that occur? That's my question for that next guest. So, Basically, her question is like threefold, right? There's like how to really, how and when's the best time for women to contribute financially, either just like in general in a relationship, general bills, or just like something as simple as like on a first date? Well, I will say it's, it so depends when you start getting into a relationship, I think, but um, on a first date, it's really sexy when a woman offers. Interesting. It's, I don't know. What do you think? No, I want you, you to finish your thought. Cause I, 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 I want to see where you go with this, but I mean, you're on a first date. Yeah. Girl offers to pay. Okay. Do you like that? Depends. Really? I, I think that's fantastic. Let me tell you why it depends. Right. If she forces the split when I'm offering, that's a lot of masculine energy that I don't think is very attractive. Okay. It's nice if I'm, if I'm offering and to pick up the bill uh-huh. um, and she offers two, and I say, no, you know, listen, I got this one, you know, maybe I'll get the next one. And okay. she, she goes, okay, that's great. And the fact that she offered is really sweet. I'm going to challenge you to look at it a different way. Okay. I actually had a two hour debate with a woman last night who's actually a fan of yours. Um, here's where I challenge that mindset. I think several years ago, I would have been on your side. But what I've learned about women are two things, right? Well, it's not two things. I, I learned three scenarios when you take a woman out. There are three types of women when it comes to the bill. Okay. Woman number one. A woman who generally wants to pay, in fact, she insists because she wants to, she doesn't want to feel dependent financially. So she just, or she genuinely wants to add value to an experience because that's who she is. She's going to pay, right? There are women who don't want to pay and they don't offer to pay 
because they know they don't want to pay. Right? There are women who, and then the third is like, it looks like a hybrid, but it's not, are women who offer to pay for one of two reasons. Right? A woman who offers to pay because that's her signal that she's not interested in you. I've heard women say this. Oh, yeah. She's offering to pay because she's not interested in you or a woman who's offering to pay to test you to see if she's if you're going to let her pay. Okay. Okay. So what I've always said, and I've said it in previous episodes, because this question comes up to me a lot. Okay. I said, I have a lot more respect for woman who offers to pay and means it. And and it's not going to look at you sideways by letting her pay. Or I also have a lot of respect for a woman who doesn't offer at all because at least you know where she stands. You know she's not offering anything that she doesn't genuinely want to do. Where it gets very shaky is when a woman's offering to pay just to test you and you have no idea which type of woman you're really dealing with. Because a woman's like, a man's like, oh, she's being sweet. She's, she's thoughtful. When in reality, that's not the woman that you're really dating. Right. Okay. So there's all those scenarios, but we're talking, we're answering the question of that woman. Yes. And she asked, it sounds like the way she's asking it yep. is from the idea of like, what should she do in the future? Or mm-hmm. what's, you know, if she likes a guy. Okay. And I like, and, and it I like the sound fact that like were- an opinion question it sounded like, I mean, what should a woman do? in that situation. Okay. That's what it sounded like to me. I don't know. You've heard I, the, you've heard it probably a few times. I have heard it for, for, for a few um, people. And I think to your point, the way she's asking the question, I think she's looking at it from relationship based, right? Relationship based. Um, but if we were looking at it from like first date or first couple of dates, that's my answer on that point. But I think, on her angle, if she's a person who genuinely wants to contribute, she can either verbalize it or take action. I usually say if a woman wants to pay, she'll just pay. She's not going to ask to pay. I feel like a lot of women won't respect the guy that she's with. If she's having to contribute equal amount of pay. I agree in a relationship and the attraction for her will die if the guy is paying the same or less than her throughout the relationship. I agree. This is where it gets tough. This is where we get into the the politically correct zone Uh oh. to say to a woman, well, you should find a guy who's, or say to anyone like, Oh, you should find a guy who's making more. I mean, but that's what women want. Yeah. And I don't think they're, they're admitting it because they don't want to admit that they aren't their words as their words, not mine as powerful. They are as powerful as men, which I think that women are as powerful as men and equal, but a woman doesn't want at the end of the day, a guy to make as much or less than her. So she has to meet a guy who is making more and covering most of the bills. Yeah. And I, I agree with you a thousand percent. That's where the challenge comes in at like if somebody's offering, if a woman's offering to pay, given what you just said, does she really want that? Well, yeah, I think that a, a, 
a woman's probably ideal situation, my guess is is the guy just comes forward and says, "Hey, I got this. I'm taking care of this. Don't even worry. Don't say a word. Um, let me let me grab this one." She goes, "Okay." After after she offers, or just in general, doesn't doesn't even, doesn't even get a chance to offer. Okay, he just, like he already took care of it. Like it just happened. Yeah, like yeah. He, yeah. he haven't paid and says, "Okay, let's go." And she goes, "Oh, don't we have to pay?" He goes, "I can take care of it." What if she has like the little alligator arms? You want me to put the, <laughs> you? And then I get it. I know there's women out there who do say what you said. That's an interesting point too. They there's some women out there who say, "No, I want to pay my way and pay half." Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I don't. I don't really have an opinion on it. Really, it's like okay. I mean, <laughs> like all right. Um. I don't know. I haven't really thought too much on that. All right. You might would, want to talk to the guys I, you're sending out on would these I, dates. Would I, would I care? I don't know. I'd be, I'd, it'd be a yellow flag for me, to be honest. What is the yellow flag? Well, red flag is like, oh, this is a problem. There's a problem here with this person. Yellow flag is, I'm not sure if this is a problem yet, but it's, it's, it's my eyebrows are raised. If she's, if she does what? If she inserts herself and is so forceful into saying, no, 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 stop. I'm paying half of this bill. Okay. I've had, a, I've had an well, either one. She's either just doing that because she doesn't want to see me again. Okay, yeah. fine. But maybe she, that other half, right? Maybe she does want to see me again, but she just wants to pay her way. And she's being very forceful and not submitting to that. Um, I don't know. There's, there's something that says to me that this might be a difficult relationship. So I'll give you another scenario, right? I once went on a first date with a woman who I went like I took her to a lounge. We were hanging out, having drinks and stuff like that. And then towards the end of the day, I was like, okay, well, let's wrap it up. Let's get out of here. And um, she went to go use the bathroom. And then I asked for the check. And then when I asked for the check, the, the bartender or, or the whatever waitress, or I don't remember who it was said that, Oh no, she already took care of it when she, Went to the bathroom. What do you think about that? Interesting. <laughs> Baller move. I, I, I would be, I would wonder. I would Look wonder at you, your brain's if she, fried. Want, if she wants to see me again. We dated for a year after that. <laughs> cool. Why'd you guys break up? You know, it's, you see, you're asking deep questions, man. You're asking deep questions. Okay. I'll, I'll spill the beans on this. Right. And, and then, uh, okay. Yeah, so here's wrap what it up here. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm over my time. No, no, no. Well, this I'll is say a fantastic th- conversation. I'll say this real quick. I, I think what happened was my love language is acts of service. Clearly, that was a big, bold act of service, right? And she that's what she was about. She was a person that really contributed to her man, and she really did that. And because that triggered me in the right, positive way, I overlooked things that I wasn't attracted to. And then when it finally, when I finally snapped out of it, I was like, okay, I, I'm enjoying all these acts of service, but am I really attracted to this person? I wasn't. And I wonder if the, yeah, we, this I is, have so much I could say, wait, this would go on forever. Part, but I know part two I will come. Ask, right? <laughs> part two will come. Listen, on the part two, you're going to coach me on my problems. Okay. <laughs> I bet you your problems are easy and I'm happy to help you. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. So give me two questions you want the next guest to answer. Okay. I thought of one. Um, the first one is what's the biggest lesson you want to teach your future son or daughter? 
Mm. Interesting. Okay, I like that. And one. if and if they don't want to have kids, then there then we can ask them uh, if you had a hypothetical niece or nephew, or a hypothetical actually daughter, son or daughter. What's the biggest lesson you want to teach them? Okay. Do you have any other questions you want to ask? Um, what are you doing tomorrow that's mm. going to help you in the next five years? Mm. I like that one. Like the that reason one. why I said to, why I didn't say today, like what are you doing today, is because people already have their days planned. <laughs> so I'm using tomorrow. I like that one. That's this is this is like like book worthy quotes here. I like that. Um, I appreciate that. So we're going to get those questions answered definitely by the next guest. I, I thoroughly enjoyed this conversation and I know we're running short on time. Give people an idea of how they can reach you, how they can take part in some of your programs. Yeah, for sure. So if you're listening to this on the podcast app, you can jump over to my podcast. If you're interested in learning more, it's called how to talk to girls. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can jump over to my YouTube channel called trip advice trip is a two piece and uh if you just want to dive into even more and you're very interested you can go to tripadvice.com and there you can see different courses that i sell coaching that i offer and um oh yeah i should say also if you're watching this on tiktok no you probably won't be watching this on tiktok so like 15 second videos uh if you're watching this on instagram <laughs> You can follow me on Instagram as well. So wherever you're listening to or watching this, you can find Trip Advice. And if you just want to hear about all of it, tripadvice.com. Right on. Beautiful. Uh, my name is uh, Jeff Demise. You can find me at j.damisse on IG or j underscore damisse for um, Twitter. Um, for the Introspect Club podcast, it's introspect underscore club for everything that's IG, Twitter, TikTok, uh, YouTube, you name it, we're everywhere. Um, if you guys have any questions that you want answered on the show, please DM me, shoot me a video, shoot me audio or text. We'll get those questions answered on the show. And if you are a unique individual that lives a very interesting life that is uh, unique from everybody else and other people can learn from, you might be able to get on the show. So reach out to me. Trip. this was a phenomenal conversation and I am I can't wait for the next time we can speak again. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me, man. Thank great. you for coming. Appreciate it.